0: Malcolm Forbes once said that failure is success if we learn from it. Tune in twice each month to The Shelly Show as co host marketers Shelly Iverson and Nate Ebert interview successful business owners who share their failing forward marketing strategies and learn how to master digital marketing, Google Ads, and SEO. Let's go to work. I am Shelly. And this is Nate.
1: And together we are The Shelly Show.
0: And we are brought to you by Shelly Social Media, here for all your digital marketing needs. Needs. <laughs> and today we are here with Cos- Cosma Scafe. How's everything going for everybody today?
1: Pretty good. Yeah. It's a nice day out. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. So, uh, Cos, if you want to just go ahead and just introduce yourself a little bit as well as uh, your business you offer here.
2: All right. my name is Kaz and I'm the owner of Rosie's Coffee Bar and Bakery and we're over on Monona Drive in Madison, Wisconsin and we are a coffee shop. We also do all scratch bakery and we have cafe where we do also food.
0: Okay, well excellent. Yeah, so how, how long have you guys been in business over there?
2: It was six years this past February.
0: Oh wow, congratulations. So going pretty well, I take it.
2: You know, we're hanging in there.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Well, maybe prior to March of this year, I guess.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, excellent. Well, um, honestly, this is just um, another... Uh, conversation this month. We're really talking to restaurant owners and just kind of checking in on them and seeing as I know that they've been really impacted by COVID as well. Um, But uh, Kaz just wanted to kind of go on to our topic here, which is just kind of failing forward to success. And so what would you consider your greatest failure to be that you really kind of overcame and led to success for you?
2: I would have to say it is my opening so we opened up in February. We were trying to open before Valentine's Day as a bakery. We missed that t- time deadline, you know, so we opened a week later. And then after we were open for about two months, the road construction started up.
1: Oh, and no.
2: I, was, so I don't know if everyone remembers road construction on Monona Drive. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was told that it was going to be over, but sure, sure as anything, it was not. So we're a brand new business and we have road construction and there were times when you could not drive down the street and people make new driving habits when there's road construction for an extended period of time. So then they get used to just not even driving by us and road construction. I think it went until November. And I think even the next year they, you know, threw cones out again and, as everyone knows, road construction is not good for an existing business, much less we just opened up as a business.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay.
2: And you don't make a lot of sales and you have costs and you're brand new business. So there were times when I was just thinking I'm done. I, eight weeks into it, I almost just closed when all that happened. But Man. here we are.
1: And <laughs> I, I guess you're yeah. That,
2: well... Right when things, you know, were turning the corner, COVID hit. So now I'm like, okay. So I feel that my next failure, I'm living it right now, oh, and man. I plan to come out of it like I came out of reconstruction. But so it's
0: yeah. It seems like the things that have been really kind of coming up have been way outside your control.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah and that,
1: that, that and I, sure. I suppose that that gives you an opportunity to to think of different ways to market or to um, serve your customers then.
2: Yeah. What's helped us here is we are the fulfillment center for 1-800-Flowers, Amazon, and Sherry's Berries, which are the edible arrangements. And we've been doing it for over four years. The company is experiencing record sales, which along with, Florist, so we're like a little side thing off that 1 um, 800 flowers. If you and people order flowers, where mm-hmm. there's links that you can order the edible arrangements too. So, though that company is experiencing record sales right now, and I am so grateful that we are the fulfillment center for the Madison area for that product.
1: Oh yeah, that's great. I actually saw
0: it when I was looking for a Valentine's gift. <laughs> so I should uh, have yeah. known about this before we even came on. I, I had researched you guys before.
2: <laughs> yes. So when you order from, from uh, 1-800-Flowers, you are actually supporting a local business
1: because we fulfill it local. That is great to know. That is really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So then
0: I I guess kind of this kind of bleeds in a little bit to our next question, which is kind of about the lesson, but it seems like the lesson you kind of learned early on was kind of finding an extra support system or an extra company to kind of kind of collaborate with, I guess would be the best word. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And how I found them, they actually found me. Oh, and excellent. they worked me over for about a year, calling me, you know, that doing this and this and this. And finally I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try it. What do I have to lose? And I could not believe the first day we went online, you know, over four years ago, we had orders and now I've been told we're not their busiest shop. Cause Madison is a smaller city. I mean, there's people doing this in Chicago, New York. I mean, the big cities and those places are very busy, mm-hmm. but they said that as far as the quality and that we don't, you know, mess up our deliveries, that we're one of their top rated shops. They like rate you on a performance metric. And they use me as a reference when other shops, when they are contacting other shops to try and get them to come on board and be a fulfillment center. So Mm -hmm. I've gotten to speak to so many different uh, businesses across the country that are thinking about becoming a fulfillment center. And some of them are bakeries. And it's nice to talk about ideas about what they're doing so it's been a great network and i think that that the company has really been proactive with trying to find a lot of businesses around the country to be their fulfillment center and i think it's been a huge blessing for many businesses in other areas of the country when they hear like you have orders right away i think everything's going online everyone's just going to start shopping online right it's the future
1: yeah right and, and for digital marketing, that's great for us For at Shelley's social media. Just had to plug that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, reach out Absolutely. to us when you <laughs> That's great, Kaz. I love hearing that. I love hearing <laughs> that. They, that They come to you and they're asking you to, you know, talk to these other business owners. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great. huge
2: honor. It's a huge honor. And I have it just is. met some of the neatest people.
1: Oh, I love yeah. it. That's we're awesome. A little,
2: we're like a little fruit bouquet family. We have our little <laughs> private Facebook group that we all chat in and talk about, you know, the new fruit arrangement and what do we, you know, what do we think of this one? None of us really like making Tasty Teddy. That's one of the arrangements. It's a hard one, but it's kind of fun.
0: <laughs> so I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious. So it sounds like it was kind of a tough decision for you to really kind of, I guess, welcome them in. What really, I guess was your hesitation and then what really made you kind of decide, yeah, this is the right choice for our business.
2: So the first hesitation was it cost $7,000 to be one of their fulfillment centers. And I didn't want to spend that, but a year later, it didn't cost that much. and now i'm hearing people are really getting deals i think people are paying only paying about a thousand dollars and basically what you're getting is you have the containers and the boxes and you know those sorts of things that are uh, stuff that you need so when the price kept going down that made me willing to take the risk more
0: gotcha and then
2: they took it out of like your check so you get paid you know once a month and so the startup fees, they just took it out of there. So I never really had any out-of-pocket startup fees. But, yeah, people are getting way better deals than I got. But still, I didn't pay $7,000. <laughs> that, yeah, that, so
1: that would be a hesitation really, for me as well. <laughs>
2: yeah. they, Honestly, they really yeah. needed someone in the Madison area. And I think they called a lot of people. And finally, they went way down in price. And I did it.
0: Mm. Excellent. Well, Bravo. it sounds like it well for both you and them. Honestly, (laughs)
2: yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. well, excellent. So, so I guess really kind of, what did you really learn from that? Was it just kind of learn to, Hey, accept some help when offered? I mean, obviously they were, the help was had a price tag on it, but I guess what were some of the lessons you really learned with uh, teaming up with them?
2: Basically, I had a business plan. I'm We're a WIBIC business, which is Wisconsin Women Business Initiative Coalition. And okay. I had to take the Start Smart class three times because I was the big chicken and wanted to make sure that, you know, everything was going to be as planned. Mm-hmm. And within two weeks of opening up, you realize, wow, everything that I thought I should just throw this out in the garbage and start from fresh because we didn't start off doing food. I didn't have a flat top grill back there, but that's what everyone was asking for. So right away we were having to pivot, you know, and we had road construction and yeah, you're just like, okay, what, pay attention. What are people asking for? What can we do? how are we going to make it? And on top of road construction and You know, just keep changing. You're always changing and evolving. And some people don't like change. And I do believe you better like change or you're not Mm going to make it.
0: Right. You have to be able to adapt, evolve, change. Like if you couldn't adapt to like, let's say a pandemic happening, like (laughs) I don't think you're going to be able to make it, you know?
1: No,
2: no, it's, this is, is not fun we started doing dinners when this first hit because right now we aren't open. We were, on, we were normally open seven to three, seven days a week was what we were open. And we don't have a liquor license, so we weren't going to be a really big dinner place. And all of a sudden, you know, all of our wedding cakes canceled, all of our birthday cakes canceled because those are all things that people do when they're in large, large groups. And mm-hmm. so now it's all canceling. And we opened up and did comfort food dinners, and that went over really well. We were hand rolling pizza crust in here, doing pizzas, and we're on all the different, you know, um, Doordash and Eat Street and those things. And so people were very cautious. No one was eating inside, and what we had to offer being bakery and starting to do our dinners that went over really well. We also were able to get an account with Dane County to do food for I think it's like a a rehab house. And that's been a huge blessing. And so we deliver food over there. And that's through there because they have different they have people quarantined and different Places I don't understand it all, but I know that I have one house that we get to cook for. Awesome. And we we like doing that and planning what their meals are. We get to do whatever we want. So whatever I'm going to have for dinner that night, that's what I'm making everyone else. So it's been fun cooking food, like dinner food, because yeah. normally we were a, we were a bakery right. and yeah. we're not baking. We did pick up some other places that we get to bake for. And that's all because of, you know, this pandemic is there was a realtor who started like a Facebook group and you would, they it was like Monona menus and you'd put your menus in there. And I met the owners of fat Jack's. So now we make the desserts for fat Jack's and they are just such love, a lovely couple that owns that down there. I think it's been there over 30 years. Right. We also met the owners of the black bear and we do right. cinnamon rolls for them on the weekend. And it's been so exciting to see some of the businesses just start to promote each other. And we also, Joe at Off-Broadway Draft House, he was getting cinnamon rolls for us for a while, and now he is going to just do it for special occasions. And then our, our big account that, we we have two that we have been uh, baking for before Corona, and we're still baking for them. I have to give a lot of uh, shout-out to it's inside of Rocket Bikes in Verona. It's N Plus One Coffee Shop. And okay. they're opened up on the weekends, and they were closed for a while, and now they're just opening up on the weekends. And we do a lot of their bakery, and they're doing our cinnamon rolls. And so we are so excited that we have a little coffee shop over there on the west side that, that is selling our products, too. And then the other place that we bake for is my husband and my nephew own High Point Steakhouse in Ridgeway. Oh, and okay. we do all the desserts for, the, for the, whole, the whole supper club. We do all the desserts.
0: Wow. Okay,
2: and that's still good. and they and they've been able to stay open during all this, and they actually seem to be selling more desserts lately than they were before coronavirus. So <laughs> I think people are really wanting comfort food and dessert, and carrot cake seems to be the big one. Is a comfort food, so that's been a nice blessing just to, you know, pick up a few more places that we can do baking for and hopefully when we come out of this we'll still have a great relationship and they'll pick up and we'll pick up and the world will be a happy place.
0: Fingers crossed. Come <laughs> <laughs> out on the other side of this, but Wow. Well, Shelly, do you have anything to add there because I've got a I've got a question that I'm kind of biting at the bit for. <laughs> Stop
1: that. I was I was just going to say um yeah, I know, I know of High Point Steakhouse. I never heard of M Plus One Coffee Shop in Verona, even though you know we're over here on on the West Side. Um, so I'll have to definitely check those guys out. So um, um, thank you for
2: love. Lovely couple that owns it and make sure you tell them that we sent you. They're inside Rocket Bikes. It's a custom bike shop. Yeah. And they have the cute little coffee shop that's in there and they'll be open sometimes on the evenings and they bring in food carts and things and it's real. It's really darling.
1: That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I guess there is one question that I was going to ask you when you were naming off that you were having fun building these um, dinners and these lunches. And Mm -hmm. the question that always comes to my mind is what is your favorite dish to cook for other people?
2: Oh, my gosh. Um, You know (laughs) what I actually love doing? I love making soup. I think that's like my favorite thing because you kind of look around, you see, what do I have? What can I throw in the pot? And I feel before I ever had Rosie's, it was always on my bucket list to make soup. But I had never done it before because I felt a little uh, over- I felt a little overwhelmed because I'm a baker. Yes. And fine. I've been making soup for years now. And I feel that by doing soup, it forced me to learn my savory spices. So as a baker, you know, we use cinnamon and cardamom and you know, nutmeg and those spices. But when right. you get into culinary, you're using yeah. rosemary and sage and, you know, some of the other spices. So I had to really learn those spices and doing soups is the way to do it. Yes. So I have so much yes. fun. I I can just look at ingredients now and be like, okay, what kind of soup do I want to turn this into? And I can do it. So that's, then my favorite thing
1: to cook now. Awesome. Love to hear it. Your turn, Nate. What are you going to ask? All right.
0: My turn. <laughs> That's actually, I, I, uh, my uh, my fiance, she's been kind of getting me into soups. I was never a big soup guy, but uh, she's a good cook too. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying. I might, I might, uh, you might be one of the first ones I try out actually. So, um, but yeah, my question. So it sounds like to me, and this is just kind of a little bit more getting back to topic. Um, It sounds like to me that one of the things that really is standing out on your side is, is you are a fantastic networker. You are using resources from all over the place to make it work. You're connecting, you're building relationships. What really, what resources do you use? Or is that just something that kind of comes naturally to you?
2: Oh, I've never thought of myself as that. (laughs) That's so funny (laughs) that you say that. I feel that I, like, deep down in my soul, I am a shy person, and I don't like to be the one that's starting up conversations when I don't know people, Mm -hmm. and I have to force myself to do it. I think people would probably be shocked to hear that, but no, I've never thought of myself as as a great networker. Well, Shelly and I met each other because of all this, and... And oh. I'm joining. I'm joining the WWE Wisconsin Women's Entrepreneurs. Not the wrestling. wrestling. Not the
1: wrestling. She's not going to wrestle. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, no. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't. I don't know how good I'd be as a wrestler. I'm tiny. Um, <laughs> so I would get beat up easy. Um, we
0: don't so have a WWE the SmackDown in Wisconsin that. every Friday night, guys. <laughs> Just for those who are outside of Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, that. no. that's, not, that's not what's happening. It's Wisconsin women entrepreneurs. Just get it straight. Okay. There, there we go. Yeah. Moving we could along.
2: Have, we could have pie fights. Um, so I, I feel, you know, the more I think about it, I think this might be it. So before COVID, I was working 80 to 90 hours a week mm-hmm. and I was just exhausted all the time. And now our hours are cut in half. And so I'm, working just right around my 40 hours. So maybe I feel it has freed my life up a little bit to be okay. able to get out and meet other people. And so that's a huge blessing.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, because wow. you were just listing off business after business that you've just like, you started working with even in the past few months. So to <laughs> me, that jumped out was like, you're somebody that's a, an expert at it. <laughs> like yeah, you're making all these different. connections left and right, beating out, I'm assuming bigger names too to go in oh, for these places and totally.
1: Name drop oh right. Way to go. Name drop and cause. We're gonna just Oh give my you goodness. I've, I've,
2: <laughs> I've never been I've never thought of myself as that way, but so wow. Really? Confidence builder coming on the Shelly show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're learning something. There we go. Normally it's us. But I guess um, so then for somebody that's not normally or you don't even really consider yourself a networker, what are some things that you've been doing to really just kind of reach out to a new, um, I guess, market?
2: You know, it's probably them reaching out to me.
1: Okay.
2: I, do, I do believe that we have a quality product and I would get, you know, and it was them being just sweet and saying nice things about our product and me saying, I could, I could bake for you too. You know, that's really about it. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say they were the great networkers, not me. Okay. I just said, well, I could make that for you, too. Oh,
0: excellent. Well, yeah, either way, it sounds like, you know, you're still able to build that connection, and your product really speaks for itself, too, which is excellent.
2: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank
0: you. One, yep. one advantage I said that chefs always have is their resume is you can literally taste it. <laughs> it's, oh, it's really nice. <laughs>
2: that's so cute. Oh, man. I would say having great staff. I think I love everyone here. We have six employees working right now. Everyone's wonderful. Awesome. So they yeah, help having, make the great product.
1: Yeah, having I a great it, staff myself. it it's, it's really nice to have a great staff. I agree. Oh, yes. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I always say I get to choose who I'm going to hang out with all day.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So
2: I choose people I like to be around.
1: Yeah, it makes life a lot easier when you have a good staff, for sure. Yeah, Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm patting you on the back, Nate. I'm patting you on the back.
0: Thank you. I, I try. <laughs> There's always going to be at least an attempt for me.
1: <laughs> Nate just kind of laid in the weeds there. Did you, did you notice he didn't say anything like, Oh, well, thank you, Shelly. <laughs> there was no ego there
0: whatsoever. It. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> righty. Well, yeah. Um, I guess, Kaz, do you have anything? Is that, is that kind of what you want to pass on? Just kind of that uh, surrounding yourself with the, with good staff, good people?
2: Yes. And um, yeah. And just don't give up. Just don't, don't let yourself have like negative thoughts. Just think, what can you do different? Look forward. I think someone, someone said it to me best. I had a goal and I said, you know, it would be really cool if someday I was like telling a story like, you know, I made it through this and I made it, you know, I made it through COVID and I came out stronger. You know, that's like my, my goal is that I'm going to come out stronger. I'm going to be the person who's like, wow, we made it. And we, I just feel so underdog because we're just six employees, a little rosy coffee bar and bakery. So many people don't even know we're over here on the East side, you know, hidden in Monona and, and And then the person said, you're living the story right now. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. That's excellent. Love it. That's something something I forget, too, is you're living history. This is not going to go away. Something that years from now, we're going to still be learning from and talking about and discussing, oh, what did you do the summer of COVID? You know, so that's an excellent point.
2: I mean, just think 10 years from now, if you have me on a show again and you ask me these same questions, COVID is going to be like, yeah, that was a failure. And here's what I did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's going to be everyone's answer.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, absolutely. Regardless of business too, it's affecting everybody almost equally. Some can bounce back a little quicker than others, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the topic on everyone's minds because it's affecting literally everyone.
2: And we're food service. We, the minute it hit, our sales tanked 75%.
1: Woo-wee. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep.
0: Man. But we're, to be able to bounce we're back really down,
2: yeah. We're wow. down about 33%, but that's not counting the growth that we were experiencing. That's just kind of like what we were doing. So gotcha. we, we recovered some, but
1: yeah. yeah. Excellent. Awesome. All right. So, well, I just want to thank you so much for joining us today. And um, I'm sure our listeners just really appreciate your insights. So, well, we're happy. We're super happy to have you on, Kaz. Thank you so much.
0: No, oh, yeah. Thank absolutely. you so much
2: for having me. This was awesome.
0: Yeah. Couldn't, honestly, couldn't agree more. <laughs> it's been a blast talking with you. And um, I got, you know, I, I like going off the rails a little bit. I liked uh, talking about soup for a little bit. That was fun. <laughs> Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also to our listeners out there, thank you also for tuning in. Um, We are excited to announce that we have created a Facebook page titled the Shelly show, and we update the page constantly and post our episodes there twice a month. Uh, You're welcome to join in the discussion there. And for the next few months, we will be having themes to our shows. So for October, as I mentioned a little earlier in the show, we are really going to be interviewing restaurant owners for this month and we'll be having four episodes. So uh, double the pleasure, double your fun. (laughs) And so, yeah, Just uh, tune in next week for our next episode.